day 197. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Jeremiah uh, 9, right? Still in the greatest hits of my man Jeremiah. And my man Jeremiah is lamenting, right? He right. is lamenting over the condition, the state of his people. Listen, it grieves him right it grieves him deeply right he even says like yo my eyes are a fountain of tears chief mm. like i'm always crying over the brokenness of our people and i think man that's that's a word to us like we should just take seriously right the the state of the people of god and it should break our hearts right when we see uh unrighteousness among god's people but it should it should displease what displeases god should displease us and he brings up man like everyone has to be on guard against his friend don't trust any brother for every brother will certainly deceive and every friend spread slander one of the things you see here is that um one of the close siblings of sin is deception right mm. not just that sin deceives us into us thinking it's, it's good for us but sin leads us to deceive other people yeah so he's saying amongst god's people he's like y'all are being deceptive towards one another so these sins are not just vertical but they're very very much horizontal, horizontal. as well yeah. and so the lord is like no no i take that just as serious right, right. god has such a high view of man yeah. that when you sin against man right the lord is deeply displeased yeah yeah like yeah and that jordan doc chandra has been starting to watch it lately and the last dance yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, i saw that and I took it very personally, right? Yes. God's like, yo, I see the way that you mistreat the poor. Mm -hmm. And I take it very personal. Oh, personal, personal, yeah. personal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like at the end of the day, you know, God has just been clear and very just like well-rounded on the different ways that they've went against his will and his way and his word. And he says at the end, man, um, this is what the Lord says. Of nine, the wise person should not boast in his wisdom. Strong shouldn't boast in strength, right? Wealthy shouldn't boast in wealth. But the one who boasts should boast in this: that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, mm. showing faithful love, justice, and righteousness on the earth. Listen, for I delight in these things. Yeah, right. And I think that God is not just clear about what displeases him, but also about what pleases him. Right. Right. Like he's saying, like, no, no, no. Like people are being are boasting in the very things of this world. Right. And he's like. Like at the end of the day, like that's not what gains my real pleasure. Right. Right. right it's right. about living faithfully and justly before me. And um, yeah, like only true and truly knowing me and uh should be should be our, our ultimate uh and true boast. And I think what he's saying is that Judah has lived and worshipped like the other nations, mm -hmm. right? Like they've lived like the world around them. Yeah. And so they'll receive the fate of the world around right. them, the people who have turned their back on the one true and living God yeah. as well. That's why he says, yo, God is bringing judgment on the circumcised and the uncircumcised as yeah. well. Yeah. Jeremiah. Chapter, oh, 10. ten. Yeah. yeah. 10, he comes and he does something that, he, that the prophets always do. So he's going to bring up the idols and he brings up God and he shows that they're not even in the same right. like stratosphere, <laughs> right? It's like comparing like Michael Jordan to that other guy that played for the Lakers. <laughs> like, nah, so it's like, nah, he's like, yo, at the end of the day, God is incomparable, right? right? He has no rivals. He has no equals. And Jeremiah is saying like the world believes he does, right? right? And at the end of the day, I want you to see the uniqueness 
of the one true and living God. And this is, yeah, this is a word for us in our day as well, right? Because at the end of the day, like, we will make an idol out of anything. Mm, we will anything. Make anything. And we and we read these and it's like, yo, they was making idols out of wood and stone. It's like, fam, we do silly stuff as well today, right? Make an idol out of our appearance on Instagram. Like, right. just silly stuff, man. And he's like, yo, at the end of the day, like, y'all have so many deities. Like, he's like, y'all have as many gods as y'all cities, fam. And uh, we do too. It's today, <laughs> um, and it's like, man, there. He says, uh, he uses this word. He says they're worthless, and the word he uses is hevel, right? That is used mm. in Ecclesiastes, where it's like, you know, I think in this context he means more like of the um, the the vanity of it in like a like a breath. Yeah, how quickly it just fades. Man. Right. And I think the Lord is telling us too, like we can't put our our hope and our build our lives on things that won't matter in 20 years yeah right but in the one who will matter for eternity yeah 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 and so it's like a diss track too he's like yo they like scarecrows g <laughs> so it's like so so if you think of it like an album jeremiah is not just his greatest hits don't just involve hype songs commercial song right it got diss tracks on that bad boy too yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's dissing the idols of the world yeah yo and god rounds it all out too right that we see that the same power that god used to bless creation mm -hmm. would actually be turned against them as they were swept swept off into mm -hmm. exile. So at the start of the book, we talked about God being the type of God who both uh, builds up and destroys with his word. Mm -hmm. And God comes through and he's like, yo, let me show you how different I am to your idols. You're serving them with all your heart. They can't keep you in the land. Y'all yeah. ain't paying me no mind. I can send you away with the word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bro. He's like, y'all don't, y'all gotta remember my resume. <laughs> so like, I remember when I uh, ask about me. So like, when I um, I was at the church interning, yeah. and then I had to get a like full time job, and so, um, I was talking to Brandy. This is year, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Brandy was like, "Yo, send me your resume." And I was like, "My resume is." <laughs> <laughs> so they resume looked like mine before, right? <laughs> before Brandy tested. Shout out to my sister Brandy. She got my joint right, and I got yeah. a job. Right, praise right. God. But like, the Lord is like, "No, y'all gotta remember my resume, fam." Like, what I do, like, there's no other guy that created the world. There's no right. other guy that has made Jacob his inheritance. Uh, and because you guys have turned from this true, good, and loving God, you're going to receive uh, judgment. And so he's he's super clear about it. But once again, Jeremiah is stepping in and saying, like, man, Lord, discipline me. Like, right. like, like and let me uh, be the one uh, who takes the brunt of the, the discipline you want to exercise for your people. And we know that the Lord Jesus, the end time prophet, the true mm. Jeremiah, actually does that for us. Um, on our behalf. Amen. Yeah. And I love um, chapter 11 because we see this dialogue with, with God and Jeremiah and uh, God responds, man. God responds to us. I love that. One of the thing that, things that God does, he doesn't owe us, right, uh, anything. Right. But in his grace, he gives us uh, his word. He speaks back mm -hmm. to us and he tells them why this is happening. And what God reminds Jeremiah of is that, fam, I, I saved them I, got, I made a covenant with them. I gave them, I wanted to give them something, a gift, yeah. a land flowing with milk and honey. That language echoes back to Eden, right? right. He wants to dwell with his people in this holy uh, realm. And he's like, I got, like, part of the covenant that I established was that if they turned away, I would bring the curses. Right. So, in other words, for me not to bring the cur curses would be for me to be a liar. Right. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? So, the Lord is like, I have to stay faithful to my word or else I'll betray my character. Right. And the right, Lord right. is like, fam, I'm consistent. Yeah. On every 
on every end of the spectrum, Chief. And so he's super clear about that. And I love how the Lord is like, no, like this is something that must be done. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's good too because at the end of the day, we tend to think Old Testament God it was just flying off the handle all the time. That's right. why I don't rock with it. Look what he says in verse seven, bro. He says, For I strongly warn your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt until today, warning them time and time again. Mm. Right? Obey me. Yet they would not obey or pay attention. Each one followed the stubbornness of his evil heart. He's like, miss me with this. With the, I ain't patient with her, bro. <laughs> right. Like, miss me with that. And, and I remind you, bro, they came into the land, bro, around, um, you know, a, before, like, yeah, it's been hundreds of years, right? Yeah. Centuries. Mm. And the Lord is like, I've been patient all this time. Right. right? Like, and the Lord, yeah, I think what the Lord is saying, like, he ain't holding nobody hostage, fam. Right. Like, if you want to go worship other gods. I'm going I'm to I'm give you over yeah. to yourself and yeah. let you do that. Yeah. Man, what I love about chapter 12, bro, even in the dialogue that they have, like where Jeremiah becomes, you know, impatient with God destroying the wicked, you just see God's heartbeat come out as he's saying, yo, this ain't easy on me, man. Mm, like, mm. I don't want to do this. Like, it's causing me yeah. pain and angst, but he's saying, but it's necessary. Mm. And then he goes on and says, no, no, listen, I will destroy the wicked once my purposes are accomplished. But God's plan isn't to destroy them completely, but to bring them in to learn Mm -hmm. from my folks the way y'all learned from them. And so you just see just the complex way in which God loves people Mm -hmm. and all types of folks and how even in the midst of this judgment, God has a plan not just to bring back Israel, but along with them to, again, create for himself a people from all nations, tribes, and tongues. Absolutely. And it's like, man, God is a loving father. Right. And his heart is for his wayward children to come home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, uh, I think it's just the beauty of he's provided this pathway for us to come back to him in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Mm. And listen, this is an invitation that we can, uh, you know, RSVP for right. as long as we have breath in our lungs. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. God, we ask that you would give us uh, the grace to see you properly, Lord. We pray that we would turn from our sin today, Lord, and uh, look to our Savior, uh, Jesus, who died for our sin in our place. We thank you for your provision, uh, God, that you've given us in Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.